name is McKenna Vernon. I'm Kelly Pham. I'm Tori Dunstan. And my name is Aubriana Macklin. And we're... Kidding. We're here today to talk to you about Yvonne Choquet Bruat and her work in mathematical physics. Let's start this how Einstein would start it. Once upon a space time, <laughs> I was driving and a cop pulled me over and asked if me if I realized that I had just run a red light. So I said that I hadn't seen the light as being red because it must have blue shifted as I was approaching it. And did the cop let you go? Nope. He gave me a speeding ticket instead. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder, because from his perspective, he must have seen the usual red light. Well, did you understand any of that? Because we sure didn't, until four days ago. We started off as young, innocent kids, thinking that we would be learning about the regular old math, but instead, we were thrown into the world of physics, specifically relativity. And it was really challenging. So challenging that we had to ask for help for pretty much all the questions. So no wonder it takes a smart and motivated person to make sense of concepts like special relativity. Special relativity is a field that explores the relationship between space and time. Or rather, how time changes as something moves through space. One feature of special relativity is the switch from a red light to a blue light. Also known as blue shifting. So when someone goes really fast at a red light, it would appear to shift to blue light. How crazy is that? So now do you get the joke? <laughs> That's not all there is to mathematical physics, though. There's also general relativity, quantum mechanics, and a lot of other areas. General relativity deals with how gravity interacts with space, while quantum mechanics deals with the really small stuff and how it works. At the time, quantum mechanics was the more popular field. Back to Yvonne Chiquet-Bruhat. During Chiquet-Bruhat's life, relativity was a new subject that didn't have much research into it. She is a French mathematician and physicist she was a pioneer in the field and an inspiration to women everywhere. Chiquet Perrot grew up in France. Her father was a physicist and grew a love of physics in her and her brother. What a smart family. Even though he nurtured her passion, he only expected her to become a good mother and her brother to become a physicist. This reminds me, my parents thought my brother was a smart one, but actually, I've been getting better grades than him. Despite this, she still wanted to pursue mathematical physics, so that's what she did. She was born in Lyon, France in 1923. She is now 93 years old. But wasn't it World War II? How'd that affect her? Actually, it did affect her. In 1944, tragedy struck her family. Chopra was only 21 years old and still in college when the Gestapo kidnapped her mother to exchange her for Chopra's father. They captured her mom? Scary. No kidding. He ended up being deported and died at Buchenwald, a concentration camp. While this was hard on Chiquet Bruhat, it also motivated her to work even harder in honor of her father. That must have put a ton of strain on her and her family. It's lucky she was able to recover. Definitely. She graduated from a women's only college in 1946, which was separate from the main Ecole Normale Supérieure, and began her research in mathematical physics. Can you tell we don't speak French? Actually, even before starting her official career in mathematical physics, she entered the Concours General, a competition to determine the best pupils in all of France. She won silver for physics at age 18. Wow, she's liked it her whole life. Although she started out as a teaching assistant at the college she graduated from. That's not that hard. It's harder than you think. To be appointed such a position, she had to pass the aggregation examination. 
Which is the most prestigious and selective civil service competitive examination for the public education system? Just kidding. How'd she do? Instead of just passing, she aced the exams and took first place. Way better than my grade. Back as a teaching assistant, she undertook research, which was advised by Antea Lushnokovi after a few years of teaching there. In 1949, she became a research associate at the French National Center for Scientific Research. What she did as a research associate. During her stay there, she completed her doctoral thesis, which resulted in her receiving her doctorate. Hell yeah! Her thesis was on the hyperbolic systems that need to be solved in the general theory of relativity and existence theorems for some systems of nonlinear partial differential equations. Anyways, that wasn't the only thing she did. During her long research career, she made many important contributions to the field. In 1951, she was working at Princeton, which is a feat within itself. I wish I was working at Princeton. I wish I could get into Princeton. While she was there, she did some really cool stuff. She found local solutions to the vacuum Einstein equations. It's so cool that I don't even understand what she did. <laughs> Relativity isn't easy. She also did a lot more research on many other equations and found more local and global solutions. Not only was she smart, she broke barriers. Sophie Bouhat was the first woman member of the French Academy of Sciences, though she started off as a correspondent. Her exceptional work in this field was highlighted as one of the milestones of general relativity. I had a new milestone yesterday when I binge watched the whole season on Netflix. <laughs> Almost as impressive. The celebration of the 350th anniversary of the French Academy of Science provides us with the opportunity to remember Yvonne Chiquet Brock as, quote, a trailblazer for women in science. So it made Netflix watch the show. <laughs> Yeah, sure. She has presented at several conferences and been invited to lectures at both national and international congresses. Yvonne Chiquet-Bruat has proven that all boundaries can be broken by your desire to succeed. She never gave up. In 1984, she did one of the first studies of supergravity, yielding results that are still used today. She wrote seven books and over 200 published papers. The scientific papers dealt with analysis, differential geometry, general relativity, and mathematical physics. And most recently, she wrote an 800-page volume about the solutions to the Einstein equations. I don't think I've ever read a book that long. How long is Harry Potter? Not even close. Unless you combine it together. Special relativity was still a growing field at the time, so she helped set a foundation for future physicists to work with. A fun fact is that she made perhaps the first study of supergravity with results that can be extended to their current model in D equals 11 dimension. During her time at Princeton, Chiquet Bruhat was on a postdoctoral stay as an assistant to the great mathematician Jean Leray. After attending Leray's course, they ran into the one and only Albert Einstein. Oh yeah, he was pretty smart, right? Oh boy. Since Leray and Einstein knew each other, Leray introduced Einstein to her by saying she had defended a thesis on a general relativity and that her father had died in a concentration camp, both of which appealed to Einstein's sympathy. A little after their introduction, Einstein invited her for tea and asked her to explain her work. As her English was not quite fluent yet, she explained it in French, one of the five languages he understood. Five languages? Dang! It's almost like he was a genius! You know, I have a goal to learn five languages. What languages? English, Spanish, Greek, Russian, and Italian. Wow, good luck, Einstein. Thanks. Anyway, Einstein was impressed and congratulated her for results that proved his theory. 
In the years before her departure back to France, Einstein continued to welcome the Pei Bouhat to his office, allowing her to improve her English and her knowledge of general relativity. He even encouraged her to do things like prove that his equations had no periodic solution. Chiquet Bratt once corrected Einstein on a slight error he had made in an article that he was publishing. Instead of holding a grudge like people typically do, he became even nicer towards her. Einstein and Chiquet Bruhat's relationship was important because not as much research had been done in the field of relativity. Dang, quantum mechanics. I mean, what's the point of working with such a trickadian student? Sadly, after she returned to France to become a professor, she never got to meet Einstein again due to his death, and so she regretted not knocking on his door as much as she thought she should have. After teaching at Marseille for a few years, she went to the University of Lyon to teach for one school year or so. In 1960, she was elected professor at the Faculté de Sciences at the University of Paris until her retirement in 1992. Wait, what? You're saying that she stayed at a school for 32 years? That's insane. What dedication? And during those 32 years, she was chosen to become the president of the International Committee on General Relativity and Gravitation and to deliver the Nozick Lecture by the Association of Women in Mathematics. She was also awarded the Grand Officer of the Legion d'Honneur. And why is that important? Well, currently, it's only awarded to people who flawlessly perform in the period, as well as going beyond what is expected of being creative, zealous, and contributing to the growth and well-being of others. There are also five classes, from the least to most accomplished. There are the Knight Officer, Commander, Grand Officer, and Grand Cross. And each of them have requirements before they are able to receive a higher award. So she had to work for at least 36 or 41 years in her field while accomplishing many things in mathematics and physics. Wow, that seems like a lot. I guess that means she worked for much of her life dedicating it to physics. It'd be nice if I could accomplish that much too. She's also gotten plenty of medals and prizes in America. Not only that, she had game too. Yvonne Chiquet Bruhat was married to Leon C. Forrest, but then later married Gustave Choquet. She had a daughter, Michelle, the first husband, then a son, Daniel, and another daughter, Genevieve. I bet they were a brainy bunch. Actually, they were. Daniel went into neuroscience, which is literally brainy. My brother's name is also Daniel, so that's where the similarity ends. But we have no idea what her daughters are doing. Maybe they are or were scientists, teachers, or even physicists themselves. Who knows? Huh. I wonder how marriage affected Chiquet Bruhat. Environment often played a key role in Chiquet Bruhat's life, as it has in any other person. A person's environment can't decide their success or failures. How's that? Well, thinking about it, Chiquet Bruhat grew up in a kind of conservative household, and even if her father was a well-known physicist who helped Chiquet Bruhat grow her love for physics, he believed that her brother would go on to be a great physicist, and not her. That probably motivated her. Also, in the end, her brother became a pretty well-known algebraist, not even someone involved in physics. Her husband was also a professor at the college she worked at, so that probably made it an easier environment for her. I don't know, it might have put more pressure on her to do well in front of her husband. Her mentors and advisors also helped her fight against the discrimination she most definitely faced in the field of physics and mathematics. One of her mentors was John Muley, who was mentioned before, and he was also pretty well known back then. How so? I've never heard of a John Murray until today. He was actually one of the major mathematicians because he wrote a pretty important paper that founded the study of weak solutions of the Navier-Stokes equations. 
Actually, what he's most known for is dragon mythology. His work was later used to help develop spectral sequences in sheep, which then became important tools in homological algebra. You know, he actually had to conceal his work, because he was in prison and was afraid that he would be asked to do war work. Leray also spent fall semester at the Institute for Advanced Study in Princeton and invited Choquet Bruhat to visit. Ma'am, I wish I was as smart as Choquet Bruhat and had connections like her. Another mentor was Olivier Dumont, who had published papers, books, and more on general relativity, but then later went on to work on probability theory and statistics. Wow, he must have influenced Choquet Bruhat quite a bit. It's also interesting how he went on to do things like probability, not even physics. Yeah, I wonder why. But anyways, Andrea Duchemin was also a pretty important advisor and mathematician. He was a professor to many PhD students, some of which became important figures in the world of math and physics. He also wrote his thesis on Einstein's equations when he himself was Dermot's doctoral student. This journal advised that Schopenhauer should generalize the 3 plus 1 decomposition that Darmos and him himself had arranged in particular coordinates. These three were very influential people in Chiquet Brut's life and were also great mathematicians, physicists, and more. And actually, she wasn't considered as influential as a lot of other mathematicians. I mean, I didn't know about her at first, so I'm not sure how long her legacy will last. That's true, and while a lot of people might not remember her, people who work in mathematical physics and her students definitely will. And we cannot overlook her either, because mathematicians and physicists all over the world recognize how important her work has been in the field of astrophysics, particularly in the study of gravitational waves. An example of this would be when they held an international colloquium in her honor called the Physical Manifold. It was held in Paris, of course, in June in the year 1992, when she became Professor Emeritus. Emeritus? It means that she retired, but she kept the title out of honor. In that year, they also published a collection of articles as tribute to her contributions. Then, on her 90th birthday, they celebrated her work by holding an international gathering at the Institut des Études Scientifiques and Culturelles. At that institute, she also enjoyed having a desk after her retirement. So, I guess no one can say that Chiquet Bruhat was not known or not influential, because in the world of physics or mathematics, she has contributed plenty of her ideas and knowledge. Overall, with the help of her mentors and Albert Einstein, Bruhat was able to push through the challenges she faced to become a highly successful mathematician, who has a legacy that will continue long after she is gone. Thanks for watching! Wait, this is a podcast. Oh. Well, thanks for listening! Also, if you want to know more about the math that Yvonne Chiquetra did, then check out our blog post on special relativity on the website girlstalkmath.com. You're sure to love it, just like we did. Girls are smart. Every equation you do is a form of art. It's time to get together. Fly a rocket, build a house, and control the weather with math. 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 Yes. Who here likes math is not a man. You could be a female mathematician.